me an eternal g- granny. Hate you to say shit. Shit is very useful words. No, but the thing is, yeah, shit was the old shit. Yeah. Shit was English pronunciation. She detested it, you know. There once was a tailor that lived in Fairmont And was a wee damsel he had his eye on Five shillings, five shillings, the tailor did cry Five shillings I'll give you me beauty If you tell me tonight, you'll be my delight If you tell me your husband's on duty With his rifle or not, rifle or not Liam Weldon, a man with a big voice, who could make an audience go silent almost as soon as he opened his mouth. Well known for traditional songs, but especially for several outstanding compositions of his own. But now, after three strokes in the last five years, his mental ability has diminished, his memory has become selective, but most importantly for him, his vocal cords have failed him. In their sitting room in Ballyfermot, he's sitting with his wife Nelly. They're listening to one of Liam's recorded songs, Via Extasia, written for Nelly. I think Nelly was quite pleased with it. Yes, I think it's a very good song this year. Very privileged to have a song being made for me, I suppose. And of course, I'm not really surprised we were always so happy and content and loved each other and still do. Oh, you still have that usual feed to come down three pounds. A couple of halves maybe threw in as well. <laughs> but it really is a great song, yeah. Oh, she's a great girl, God bless her. Now, she's, what, getting on a bit now, so if I was able to swap her, so I used to say when a, a woman look, reaches 40, you should be able to swap her for two twenties, you know. But I mean, I'd have to swap her over two twenty-fives now, you know. Probably blondes or redheads or something. Not glamorous ones. I don't like glamour. I don't like women who wear a face paint, you know. Or men either. You got some queer looking yokes going around these days, don't you? And describe, describe, describe her, the subject of this song now, Liam. Describe her now. But that's what it is. It's it's nature. All the things of nature. When you try to get it into a personalised thing, you know. seen that was love showed real love, love total love awakening things in your soul in your heart that you can't kind of uh, describe a normal day over the day conversation you know so it takes something like that to uh, get it across you know I made up my heart and soul you know but I still love her God bless him. even though she's an old lady now And grey, grey is a badger, of course. I'm now snowballing myself.
And when you'd fall As fall you must I to be The waiting dust Beyond In a Christmas Memories radio programme in 1980, Liam was one of the guests. The programme had already started when he arrived late, but he disarmed everyone with a typical one-liner. Why don't I have a sip of water? Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything stronger than this, baby. <laughs> <coughs> but I was nearly going to rattle me chains there, tell people I'm off the gaggle, but I won't, won't torment them. <laughs> the... Uh, the sound, particular sound Liam joined the presenter Michal O'Sullivan on piano and Paddy Maloney on whistle to sing Smuggling the Tin Young Cooney and Caldy and Owl Martin Quinn Well they made up together to smuggle some tin With me right to the Right to the Right to the They walked all the day boys till the hills they grew raw and they had the comfort of life and the straw. It would be right to Nairnan, right to Nairnan, right to Nairnan. I'm younger since Collie, I'm white to her tricks. But the more daddy yokes her, the more the mare kicks. It would be right to Nairnan, right to Nairnan, right to To watch his old nose drop and down to his chin Be right to the left hand Right to the left hand Right to the left hand Well, it's changed really, you know It's not it's not the way he used to be Like It's not his own fault being sick is like that now, you know And uh, sometimes you think you're living with a stranger, you know It's the strokes actually done this to him, you know For that again, he can be so lovable all the time What I really miss... He used to tell me he loved me every day. And that's, honestly, that is really what I miss, you know. I'm totally honest about it. I'm broken-hearted about this, you know. Because we were always very close. We'd done everything together. We we reared the children together. We cooked together. We bathed bay the kids together. We'd done everything literally together, rearing the kids from the time they were little, you know. And this is, makes me very sad to see. He's not what he used to be at all, you know. He's slowed down, you know. I don't think he even realises it himself, you know. Because some days he's great and some days he's down on himself. And it's only natural because he was so full of life. And so, as you know, he was so strong in himself. And now he's, he feels like he's trapped in his own body, actually. That's what he tells me. It's so sad to hear him say that, you know. Really saddens me. And loving him so much and looking at him now. It's just, it does be too much for me sometimes, you know. Really? No. You'll have to let on you don't want to build it. It's all about sex. 
It's about love and sex, of course. Not always a one thing. Everywhere. My love is an Did you make that the time to do the shift to work or what? I can't remember quite, but I think so. Yeah. I think it is about it was working on Holland, so. Because I, I was. It was one of the sort of. Shift to One I had counteracted. It was bored and warm, sticky job, you know. And I got you out of the place for mentally, you know, for a couple of minutes. And all these bits of papers with maybe one verse or maybe a few lines, and this is how you then eventually got it all together, you know. Yeah, you just jot down ideas, you know. Because you wouldn't think of the whole thing together, you know. You'd get the jam of it and then put in the flesh and the bones, you know. Yeah. Gradually. That sounds very romantic, actually, that sound, doesn't it? I must sell it to the Canberries. <laughs> Seeing it's Bill Berry's is imagining. Our seed will spread over the mountain. My love is a flower so shy to behold. A primrose emerging from winter's cold. A song of the dream time that's new and yet old. And I love my bright love till the dawning. I will love my bright love till the dawning. I really I get very, very vexed you know, and frustrated. What I do is I go over to the tech there at the school of Amazon. Not as tech, but it was the tech. I still still think of it. But it's a branch of uh, Chatham Steel, uh, School of Music, you know. These days, it has been for a few years now. And they give me facilities to go in and for three quarters of an hour or so. And each time I can go in and sing in a car, you know, to myself. You know, the, the thing is, to, if you to, want to hear yourself singing with your proper voice, put your fingers in your ears and sing into a car, a blank car, you know. And they get the sound of your own voice back, you know. At the moment, I can't sing at all. I mean, I'll try. what I do now, I do bits of ditties, you see, and this kind of thing. And uh, or I uh, go in and try uh, sort of very simple little things, you know, like a whale oil or something. And, uh, another one I, I use constantly. Damn, the make you think of it now. And it's, it's it's an easy one. It's a kid's city song, you know. They used to do it for... for uh, for uh, skipping and that sort of thing, but uh, Tracy Riley or something. Like no, no, no. It's much simpler. I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's uh, what you call it. I'll give, I'll give you them in a second. Give me a minute. I know it better than I know my own bloody name. You know, uh, skipping song. It's kind of a kid, but it's that sort of category. You know, yeah. Uh, 
I wish I left a monkey land, you know. And I say, it's I will a little little bit the land where I was born, you know. It's all in illulation, I believe, is the technical term. I mean, getting fierce grand now, but uh, the thing is, uh, the land when I was born, a monkey kissed me on the thread cheek, when breast right September the morn. A little girl was going bump boy and boy. A little girl was going and boy. She bumped her head, you see. She bumped her head against the wall and blamed it all on me. I will a shine, Lilliwip din, Malawunky, Ladaman, the Lalaman, where Alawai was Balaman. I'm Malawunky, Kilawis, me, Alawan, the Chillawik, from Balawite, said Talaban, Bum, Balawan. A little little Galawal was Palawas, and Balawai, she Balawam, third Alawan, you silly she balamum to ralaman, the galamans, the wallawalan, bellaman, the ralawalan, bellaming. Have you got that? You try for the crack. I will wish I lily whipped in Mullawanky, lalaman, the lalaman, where ralaway was balaman. I'm Malamonkey, killy with me, all of one, the chillabic, from Balawite, some Taliban, bum, Malawan. Hallelujah, Galawal was Palavas, and Balawai, she Balawam, her Alavad, just syllabic. She Balawam, her Alavad, the Galawans, the Wallawal, and Balawam, the Alawal, and me, and they go, zoom, 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 zoom. I will share a little bit the Malamanki, Lalaman, the Lalaman, where Ralawai was Balaman. I'm Malamanki, Kalavas, me, Alaman, the Chilwick, the Malabites, and Talaban, the Malaman. I'll a little Galaval was Palavas, and Malabai, she, Balaman, the Ralabai, just Salavi. She, Balaman, the Ralabai, the Galavan, and Balaman, the Ralabai, and 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 the and how do, can you remember the, how it, do you remember the circumstances, how, you, how, how it went, how the voice went? Oh, yes, yeah. It just went, I, I, when I came to get after the stroke, I could only croak, you know, and I couldn't swallow. That, that's the normal thing with everything, you know, all your functions are lost, you know. But uh, the person doing the speech therapy in there, she was a woman. She was telling me that if I keep at it and uh, keep practicing it, eventually it'd come back. That was happening at the forward cars. I got rusty. But I'm like a used, you know. To just the device was still there, but I wasn't hadn't been using it and it just wasn't functioning, you know. So I'm taking a word with this nearly eight since I had, eight years since I had the stroke, you know. Seven and a half, I think it is to be exact. Liam's memory is more vivid now when he goes back in time to the Dublin of the 1940s when he was a small boy. He used to drive his grandmother mad. When I was about 14, I started smoking. Seriously, you know. God damn it, you know. But uh, she always had a little uh, sacred heart lamp, you know, the photographs, I think is what their proper name. She'd have a light and, night and day. It was a long, dark room with the living in the, in the tenements, you know. I'd come in with me, me, me butt of a cigarette and I very seldom had a full one. And I'd light it off the sacred heart. 
not from any hard hard thing, but it was just for a smoke. And I didn't see anything terrible, but she was very shocked, you know. Oh, she said, that's an marvellous soul to the Sacred Heart, you know, and that's how hard it was, you know. And when I really copped on that, what she felt like that about it, I stopped doing it totally, you know. But then, you see, I couldn't ask her for a match because she didn't have any despair. She was living in a pittance, you know. I was a very impressionable kid. And I, I took great notice of people and their actions now and things, you know. But, uh, you know, and I seemed to be attracted to and attract eccentric people, you know. Of all walks of life. In fact, my mother, God rest her soul, said to me once when I was only a teenager at the time, How is it lame? She says, You know, now all these hobos and tramps and querfulness. She says, You know, do you not know, know any normal people? And she was dead serious, you know. I said, I do, but I said, Bo- Normal people bore me, you know. She says, I suppose it's as good as reason as any. But she says, But do you not think? People will be talking about you, you know, saying, talking to these people are sitting, drinking in pub, with, pubs with them, whatever. I said, to tell you the truth, Mary, I don't give a damn about what they people think. She said, well, that's fair enough, she said, you know. You're a bit like your dad, I suppose. And she said, I was always an independent mind of myself, you know. All those who died for liberty have heard the scream all the ones who died for liberty have died born for a dream oh rise 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 dark So I got most of my songs uh, and most of my inspiration for songs from the Travellers because my granny Mellon lived in Hambury Lane I was in a gist that I went walk through just for old times sake and uh, all totally changed now all little nice red brick apartment houses now and then. but uh, I'd be out in the yard and as soon as I heard a song I'd stop whatever I was doing and listen you know I'm not making it too obvious you know because some of them had stopped every senior, you know, deliberately listening to them, you know. But I, I just kind of moved around and listened to what was going on. I am a true-born Irish man A troubled or my home, the road, no fixed abode. I must travel till I die. 
Arfio ban give me camping space. I am fewer call me friend. The hard road for the traveling man. I must travel till the end. Hunger, hardship, and poverty, and the traveler's weary load. Hunger, hardship. And poverty and the blue I didn't realise the good singer he was till we haven't got it anymore. We played the, the, uh, the record quite often and we never done it before. You know? It's amazing, like you don't realise what somebody knows, you know, all your life, more or less, you know, because, I mean. Even when we were married first, every week he wrote me a poem. Every week he wrote me a poem. And when we were going together, he bought me flowers and roses. He was always into this. Now, he's not romantic and he doesn't like other people to know all this, but he is so full of love, you know. He's just unbelievable. And so natural, you know. Everything is done off the cuff and so natural. Even to, I mean, he'll joke. And it's just... You say something to him, and the next minute you pass a joke. And I often was waiting to come in if he was out late, and I'd feel like hammering him, you know. <laughs> but when he come in, he'd have to just say two words, maybe to you, and he'd just after coughing, you'd just have to laugh about it all, like you know. He's such a good human. He was always such a good human person, but he's not anymore, you see. And it's not his fault either. It's the way his health is now, you know. Some days he can be very cross, you know. But I don't mind. I wish I, I wish he could be as healthy as I am now. You know, he gets totally annoyed himself. He's full of frustration, and particularly because he can't sing anymore. You can picture how he feels. You know, it was so long, like singing, and it's not that he thought he ever was a great one or anything like that. But he loved to express himself singing. You know, I always had a powerful voice. Cause I learned, and I learned to sing basically from street singers, singers. You know, people that sang out. The open and wide, and and now for then, like, apart from the travellers, the uh, day-to-day people in major, and the street singers. Now look, Elvis like Paddy Royley, you know, for instance, wasn't his name, but it was the only bloody song he knew, you know. He was a man about, I suppose. He was under six foot, not much under, but fairly big, well-made man. I wonder if somebody he'd wear wear uh, an old tweed overcoat. Open in the front in the summer, you know. And the muffler just across the front during the winter, you know. And he's seen come back Paddy Riley from Bally James Duff. Gas Carter. Just for pennies in the street, you know. And these times, this will be the 40s, you know. Very depressed times in Dublin. It'd be lucky if you got a few pennies, you know. But the old ladies look, looking out of the windows and with the top of the tenements. It's like, go on, Paddy, there's an old penny for you, you know. And they've gone along, they go to picking them up. God bless you, ma'am, you know. Porter was only tuppence a point at the time, you know. So if you got a few tuppence, you were doing well, you know. 
if I got my voice back in for the world of chance of me, so although I don't know what wind is you'd sing up to all these red bigs around the liberties now and so I think it's full of the yuppies. I couldn't imagine them getting away from their studios to throw money to a street singer, you know. Unless it became the in thing. And Bonner or some of these fellas were doing it. As I went down to the fair of a tie, I saw red niggers hung up for the tie. I took off me breeches and hung them nearby to keep the old red niggers warm. I'm very proud in The women then like their gas and the stay we all I mean in the tenements. The weather was like that. To be all sitting on the on the the steps at the and they'd all have a baby at the back, breast, you know. Feed the babies good. And lads sort of our age, eight to twelve kind of thing, you know. And they, they, they if you were going boy, you know. They'd uh, cheeky buggers they said, Yeah, do you want to suck the diddy? Yeah, and some of them even start to expose their best, give you a squirt. <laughs> but, you know, there was no inhibitions about them. You know, I couldn't imagine a modern woman nowadays doing it, you know. I never drank in my life. I never smoked. And you know I've been a lot of places with Liam, but it goes to me heart to even do this. He goes up for a pint someday. I go up and I bring him home, you know, every second day. Because I know he lo- likes that and he likes to be with company and to talk to people. Mm. And it, it kills me to thoughts of going into the pub and I literally have to bring him home, you know. Because if I didn't go up, he'd just sit there and he wouldn't be able to move, you know. I actually have to bring him down again, you know. And the pub is just a, it's only a few yards up, lucky enough, it's not too far, you know. But even, he's, he was, he's my friend as well as my husband. He was 
because I met him when I was 18, you know. Not that I only met him when I was 18. His first cousin was my sister's boyfriend. And Liam was in a, in, used to be in my house since we were children. Though Liam was four years older than myself. I actually always remember. I had very long hair when I was younger. And I remember I was 12 when Liam plotted me hair. And I always remember him saying to me, Mother, Lord, rest her. Uh, she's going to get into our family as well, you know. I was only 12, you know. But I always remember that, you know. And I always remember, like, uh, how kind-hearted he always was, literally to everyone, you know. But I always came first. I know I shouldn't feel like that now, but being so much loved all my life, I feel that, you know. I know he can't help it, you know, but it doesn't compensate, you know. I can't uh, have the conversations I used to have with him now because he's not well and he's he's very irritable, you know. You d- sometimes you don't even have to open your mouth. He just keeps shouting at you now for nothing at all. You'd want to actually spend a day with him to know exactly what he's like, you know. And he's mood swings and that, you know. And, I mean, no one can do anything about it at all. It's not one that minutes, one hour he's telling you he loves you. And the next hour, he's calling you all the horrible names on the sun, you know. See that? That's Brian. Oh, he's, he's the image. Lad. He's the image of his father. He's shagging bow toy. <laughs> Jesus. And that's another daughter of mine, Brian. Brian, you know, she was doing brides. The inspiration for perhaps Liam's greatest song, Ginny Joe, came when his son Brendan, now 34, and a father of three himself, picked up a dandelion, a Ginny Joe, like countless children have done, and blew it. As I idly watched the Ginny Joe, says Liam, I realised I had as much control over my son's destiny as he had over that swirling seed. Where will you be, my blue-white son? Oh, when your daddy's race is run, when your sire his song has sung, where will you be, my little one? I mean, you just, you just don't know, do you? It has both elements in it, you know. There's hope and also sort of a trepidation, just if the hope doesn't sort of prove and go on and produce something concrete, you know. It was just, I think it was an actual fact it was, it was around town, you know, along about, possibly even Baggett Street or something like that. I'd uh, been with a friend Oh, living in the area. He just happened to move in, you know. And he said, uh, if you hadn't got the way, which we could go and have a jar, I said, look, I could see you the weekend, we'll have a drink. But I said, I don't want to bring him into a pub now, you know. He said, there's no handy we could go into anyway. So I said, well, I'll do I'll walk with Canal with him. And we get the bus, I get the town, and then we go back up the valley, you know. So that's, that's what we're doing. We walked along. And... We, uh, as we were walking, he plucked it. Ginny Joe and blew it out, you know. 
and such so on. But uh, it's strange to sort of very different things that'll give you an idea for the song, you know. Any chance m- remark kind of thing, you know. Anything, you know. My black-haired son Oh, when your daddy's time has come When no more the flesh I heed Where will you be? Seed of my seed, Jenny Gio, winds will blow, carrying you onward, your seed to sow, while fading down. Lie on the earth below. I, I've never warmed anybody to sing just for the sort of show that they could sing or you know, and I, a grand grand person or a great woman or whatever, you know. The song is always a thing of me, you know. And when I was growing up, my criteria for a song always would be if a song didn't raise me hackles, you know, didn't make the hair rise in the back of my neck, it, it wasn't a real song as far as I was concerned, you know. And I hadn't got a lot to do with the singer, literally. But the song itself and the way it was sung, you know, the heart or lack of it, you know. And I still kind of uh, hang into there, you know. And I don't care how sweet or how through tuneful or uh, through to the notes singer is if it lacks heart it's no good to me you know and I didn't care if it was Pavarotti was singing or the woman next door it doesn't matter you know. it all stems from one thing you know whether her heart is in there or not if you were the restless sea and I the steadfast You're the waving kelp above I the bleaching bones Your little waves To love my feet Advance and keep Encroach retreat Surround submerged At last complete Oh, you and I Truly won't I always remember we only had one room 
and everything was in that room, you know. The bed was there, the table was there, the cook was there, you know. And he even had two canaries. We still have canaries out there, and he's breeding them for years now, you know. But he had everything packed, literally. He'd even plants in this room on the window and everywhere else in the house, you know. He was always into nature and plants and all this, you know. But uh, it's amazing from that, from the day I ever actually got engaged to him. I never really look back, and I love him more now than I did then, I think. You know? This is what saddens me so much, you know, the great life we had. I don't think anyone could have a life that we had, you know. Not the love and affection of them. We had very hard knocks, I can tell you, because we had eight children in ten years, and it wasn't very pleasant, and we hadn't that much money. And like that, too, Liam's health was never really great, you know. I remember when we had Brendan after the two girls, now, you know, and we were over the moon, and I always remember that day. He went out and he bought himself a yellow pair of sweat, a yellow pair of shoes, leather shoes, and he was thrilled about these shoes. But he was more thrilled about his son, like the idea, you know. And he was thrilled. That's the lad now. He made the song for you know Brendan, the eldest lad. And when he'd have a few drinks, all he'd want to do for you is to sing to you. That's all he ever wanted to do. And the children used to. Oh, idolise them. They still do. But when they were little, they idolised them more for the simple reason. If you came in with a few jars and. He'd sit on the stairs and they'd sit all around him and he'd sing for them. And they were ten feet tall with their dad, you know. Always loved him. Still do, of course, you know. But it's amazing, like, the great relationship he had with the children as well as myself, you know. He loved us all kind of equal in that way, you know, when the children were growing up, you know. But that's the saddest part of it, to see the way he is now, you know. Some days he's, he's there and some days he's just be miles away, you know. He's talking things that is not right at all, you know which is very sad, you know. I, I always accepted God as being a sombering being, you know, but I hated these the big garish so-called uh, statues of the Sacred Heart and the uh, crucifixes. Now, I think there's a strong element of a uh, person in me blood somewhere. Definitely. Now, one thing we do believe in very consciously and very strongly is reincarnation. And I believe that I've, uh, my soul has worn out lots of bodies, you know. But uh, I think that's the way you develop your soul, you know. You can't be, I'm sure, born with a fully developed soul as a new baby, you know. Because uh, I don't think it's very much accepted by the churches, the view of reincarnation, you know. There's lots of uh, sort of side, side lights on it, you know. But I, I was always uh, sort of after this sort of persuasion that uh, when things were going great, then I wouldn't bother God, you know. And then when they weren't going great, I wouldn't bother them out of it. I was never a winger, you know. And uh, I'd always say to myself, even though I wouldn't be great, you know. Well, there's no point in that. Bother God, now you know, there's, there's no people in the world, you know, starving and dying for one reason or another, you know. So I'd leave it be, you know. But at the same time, I had this faith, faith that God was there then. If you did... Dead square, square, 
you deal square with you, you know. I don't know how true it is, you know. But uh, I've always felt like that, you know. And root, whose hands shall gather of my fruit, for flowers must blossom to fade and die. Cast seed on the wind and rings on Winds will blow, carrying you onward, your seed to sow, while fading dandelions lie on. 